What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports, or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Higgis, and ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get into another week of NFL predictions and a recap this past Thursday night football game. So without further ado, let's get it. Alright, so we are going to hop right into this because the Thursday night football game was one of the worst football games I have ever watched in my entire life. This game ended in overtime 12-9 in favor of the Colts. So hey, on the bright side, at least we're starting 1-0 this week. But the Colts, no, no touchdowns in this game. Not a single one. Uh, a combined 7 field goals and a combined four interceptions this was i watched the third fourth and overtime periods oh boy i i was really pushing myself to watch this game um matt ryan looked abysmal russell wilson looked worse um credit to the defense i feel horrible for the broncos defense they have put themselves in a position to win game in and game out through the entire first five weeks of the season and the offense just can't do anything when I talked about this game I said it was gonna boil down to the offense uh the Colts offense I just believed was barely slightly better and you know what personally I feel like the Broncos offense did slightly play better but just bad play calling bad decisions um bad everything you can't put this all on the coach you can't put i mean this was just a bad performance bad reads by russell wilson bad choices by the coach and russell wilson uh some bad drops you know some bad routes uh really the only credit you can give to the broncos in this game is their defense and hopefully they get some relief Uh, because what did i say the broncos are not good but neither are the colts uh matt ryan genuinely might be a downgrade from Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is having a lot more success with Washington than Matt Ryan is having with the Colts, never mind the record, because it's based off their performance. Look, both of these teams are not good. I don't expect either of these teams to make the playoffs, and if they do to make any noise in the playoffs, their offenses are not good, their defenses are great, but you need to score points if your defense is letting games like this, Uh, and neither did. And that fourth and one was one of the most abysmal things. And watching Richard Sherman's reaction to it was kind of heartbreaking. Because you could see this is the second time in a row Russell Wilson has passed uh, in a situation where you got to run the ball. Fourth and one, you got to run the ball. All right, but listen, I there's really not much to say about this game. Uh, it doesn't entail anything that's going to happen later in the season or two teams that will make any impact and next week is the bears and commanders on thursday night football so i'm sure that'll be even more exciting but let's get into the sunday and the one monday games slate starting with the london game between the new york giants and the green bay packers a matchup that seems a little bit more exciting than we thought it would be at the beginning of the season because the packers they still look good, but they look like they're missing some things. 
obviously went into an overtime game against Bailey Zappi and the Patriots. And the New York Giants, who have not played great, but Saquon has really carried this team, along with slightly the defense, uh, to a 3-1 and one start. Uh, and maybe they continue to build off that against the Packers. Will they? No. Uh, the Packers are probably going to win this game. It'll be close, though. It'll be closer than we expect. All the London games always seem to be really entertaining games and coming down to the last play. And that's what I expected, either a game-winning touchdown or a game-winning field goal by the Packers. I think Saquon really puts the team on his back for this game. But it's just a little bit early. It's a little bit too early for him to be taking all the hits. Maybe he gets a little tired. And it's a little easier to throw the ball in the morning. Uh, so I got the Packers winning this one. But it should be a really fun game. Although the magic streak of the Giants is going to come to an end, I think, on Sunday morning. Then we got another interesting one. I'll tell you what, the uh, the matchups this week are, are a little bit closer than last week's. Although there was some upset last week. Uh, we got the Lions and the Patriots. Obviously the Patriots with their, their new quarterback for right now. The Lions, probably the worst defense I've ever seen in the history of football, along with a pretty, pretty good offense. What does that mean for them? Well, they're facing a quarterback that has only played one game. So if their defense cannot stop this Patriots offense that is really not that good outside of the running game slightly, uh, then there's a problem. I am going to pick the Lions to win this game. I think their offense can make up for what their defense lacks against a lackluster offense in the Patriots. But we're going to have to see. Uh, because I do believe the Lions can win some games this year. But it's going to come down to can their defense stop a little bit. Because we saw they put up 45 points last week and still lost the football game. So I'm going to pick the Lions. But I could see a, a very possible world where the Patriots pull this one out. Then next up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Cleveland Browns. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I messed up last week. I had the Browns slated to go 0-17. I was going to make sure of it, and I accidentally picked them last week, and they lost. So it fired back on me. Karma is a you-know-what. And look, the Browns are facing a lot of a lot of put down because of the loss to the Falcons and now they have to go and face a very dangerous team in the Los Angeles Chargers and their woes are going to continue because the Chargers are going to win this game they had a bounce back game last week against the Texans now they're fully back I believe and they're going to pull out a great win against Cleveland like I said I think the AFC North is now officially between the Bengals and the Ravens. Even though the records might show it's a close race so far, I just believe that they're the only two actual competitors. And, like I said, I got the Browns to go 0-17, so I'm going to predict them to go 0-17 from here on out. 0-17 Browns are going to lose to the Chargers this Sunday. Then we got a game over the past few years has been a, a great rivalry of two abysmal teams but now one of them is starting to make some strides we got the houston texans still winless this season against the thriving jacksonville jaguars who have had a really surprising season having great wins against the colts and against the chargers and then coming really close and having a good lead on the eagles but eventually 
falling apart and losing it. Now they go up against a team that has no direction in any way in the Houston Texans. So what are they going to do? They're going to stomp them. I believe the Texans are going to remain winless for a while. I would have to see their schedule to see where they're going to get that first win, but it's not going to be against Jacksonville. And you know what? Jacksonville is going to get off to a hot start to start this season, and I think they're going to have a lot of people turning their heads for him. So Jacksonville is going to pull out this victory. Then we got, hmm, I'm questioning if this is going to be my upset of the week because it seems like it really could be. And you know what? Screw it. It is. Welcome to my upset of the week. Between the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, look. Tom Brady is divorced now. He is not a good human being. Everyone thinks he's going to have this monster game because he's got this built-in anger. When has that ever worked? When, we, when, when all of us talk about that, when we talked about Stefan Diggs looking at the Chiefs a couple of seasons ago after the playoff game, what happened? They lost to them again in the playoffs. Built-in anger does not mean that the person is going to play well. It means that they're going to make mistakes because they're going to be trying to do everything they can to win the game. The Atlanta Falcons are coming off a great win against the Cleveland Browns. The Buccaneers have had some woes so far this season, including getting a lot of injuries, a suspension for Mike Evans, a lot of drama surrounding Tom Brady. The Falcons, I predict, are going to win this game as my upset of the week. And you know what? I've been 2-0 on the, on the last two weeks for my upset of the week. Let's make it 3-0. Let's go Atlanta. I got them beating the Bucks. Then we got a game that's getting a lot more media attention than I think it should. I get it. It's Kenny Pickett's first career start, and he's going against the Bills. But we didn't make this big of a deal when Bailey Zappi started. We didn't make a big deal when Malik Willis came in for the first time for the Titans, even though it was during garbage time. We need to realize that the Bills are going to stop the Steelers this Sunday uh, for anybody that doesn't realize that are you living under a rock are you Patrick Starr uh, because the Bills are just a better team and the Steelers have not shown anything great this season they took a huge lead on a Bengals team that was throwing five interceptions and almost got a comeback uh, and then since then they literally haven't won a game including a loss to the New York Jets so the Bills are going to beat the Steelers uh, Kenny Pickett is going to have a treacherous, horrible, no good, very bad day against this amazing Bills defense. Listen, I understand you want to talk about the rookie starting in a game, but let's talk about him when he's not playing against probably the number one defense in the NFL. Next up, we got the Dolphins and the Jets, and a lot of people are talking about how this could actually be competitive but I think that's just a lot of recency bias. I still think Teddy Bridgewater can win a couple games, especially against the New York Jets team. Um, listen, the Jets are making strides. I've talked a lot this season about how they have been playing better than I expected them to. They're still not good. Uh, they're still losing to teams that, you know, they, they should be a little competitive with. Obviously, they had a good win against the Steelers last week, but I don't believe the Steelers are that good. 
Uh, and I think the Dolphins are still good, even with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. So you know what? I'm going to pick the Dolphins. It's not my lock of the week, but I like them here. I was really contemplating this week what my lock of the week was going to be because, I don't know, there's a lot of close games. There's a lot of games I'm genuinely not sure on, even though I may be leaning one side heavily. I still think there's a world where the other team wins. Now, with this upcoming game, I've been really hard on the team that I'm going to pick to win this game, and I have been really light on the team that I'm going to pick to lose this game. I am, of course, talking about the matchup between the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. I've been talking so much trash about how the Vikings cannot play as a complete team. They need Justin Jefferson to play a great game. And I've been talking so much hope about the Chicago Bears and that Justin Fields just needs an opportunity, blah, 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 blah. The Vikings are going to win this game as my lock of the week. Yes, Vikings fans, if you've been watching the podcast or listening or whatever you do uh, for this podcast, I know you are angry because I've talked so much trash about your team this season. But they are officially, I think maybe for the first time in the history of rookie ball, going to be my lock of the week over the Chicago Bears because the Chicago Bears stink and I'm tired of giving them chances. Then we got another contender for my lock of the week, which was between the Titans and the Commanders, because the Titans are better. Uh, I don't expect the Commanders to do anything this season. I'll repeat it again and again and again. Even though they made an upgrade at quarterback, they're still just not ready to compete. They're going to need somebody better. You're you're not going to win your division with Carson Wentz, especially when you got a team like the Eagles in your division so not much to talk about I think Derrick Henry is going to continue his dominance as he has been uh the last couple of games and the Titans are going to win this game and they're going to be kind of picking up the pace over the last few weeks showing that they are still the kings of the AFC South then ladies and gentlemen we have my snooze fest of the week between the Seattle Seahawks and the New Orleans Saints. And you know what? It's sad because I like both of these teams. Uh, The Seahawks have been doing things that we did not expect them to do this season. Geno Smith looks great. Uh, I think, in fact, he is first in the NFL in completion percentage. Now, that stat doesn't mean as much as you think it does, but he has thrown the ball a decent amount, so it is very impressive once you look in depth to the stat. And the Saints have been... I didn't even expect them to do anything this season, but they've gone below my expectations. I expect them to be like ninth, 10th seed in the NFC. So far, this looks like one of the worst teams in the NFC, probably bottom three. Uh, And for that reason, you know what? I'm going to pick Seattle to win this game and they're going to climb atop this division because of that reasoning. Look, I'm seeing the Saints next weekend against the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm the, the more they lose, the more excited I am for this game. Because obviously I don't want to go all the way to New Orleans to watch the Bengals lose. Uh, obviously Andy Dalton uh, is officially the starter for the New Orleans Saints. So we will get to see a little reunion game. Andy Dalton against the Bengals next weekend. But you know what? Andy Dalton is better than Jameis in my opinion. But he's still not great. So for that reason, I got Seattle winning this game. I think they're just a bit better on the lower half of the food chain in the NFC. 
Then we got another contender for my lock of the week. That is the 49ers against the Carolina Panthers because the 49ers defense is just so good and the Panthers offense is not that great. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing not well uh, since he has come into the starting role. The 49ers offense has not looked good in general uh, this entire season, but I think the defense is good enough to push them through this game. I think the 49ers are what the Broncos wish they were right now. Sure, the defense is carrying this team and the offense is very lackluster, but they're just good enough to put enough points on the board to propel their defense. Uh, the Broncos, obviously, their defense plays amazing and then their offense just can't make up for it. I think Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers offense does just enough to make this a competitive team. So for that reason, I'm gonna pick them to beat the Panthers. Kinda seems like a no-brainer to me. Moving in to a very interesting matchup. Uh, we have, it might not be for others, but we have the Eagles against the Cardinals. The Eagles, obviously the last undefeated team in the NFL. The Cardinals, a lot of people are not high on this team. I still think they're good. I still think the Cardinals are good and they've shown signs of it this season. And I think this is going to be one of the biggest competitive games for the Eagles for the rest of the season if they do want to go for that perfect season. Um, and I'm going to pick the Eagles, but I may regret that. Uh, obviously, it's very hard to go undefeated in the NFL. It's very hard to even go 5-0, and but I believe they're going to do it. Um, I definitely see a world where the Cardinals win this game. But Jalen Hurts just looks too good. That receiving core looks great. Miles Sander found his stride last weekend against the Jaguars. If they can put that all together with that defense, this team looks really, really good. Uh, and for that reason, I'm going to pick them to beat the Cardinals. But I think, I think that's going to be the game I watch in the afternoon. That looks like the most entertaining game to me. Now we get into the Dallas Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Rams. In my opinion, the end of Cooper Rush undefeated season, tech, technically on technicalities. Listen, the Rams have not been good this season. They have not performed well. Their defense has looked eh. Their offense has looked very bad outside of, of course, Cooper Cup. But listen, the Cowboys are not good. I, I just need that to be heard. I believe their defense is really good, but it's really led by Micah Parsons. Um, and you know what? He's going to get to Matthew Stafford this game, but the Rams defense is good. I think a lot of people forget how good the Rams defense is. Aaron Donald is going to get some pressure on Cooper Rush for the first time since he has come into the starting role. And they're going to prove that Cooper Rush is not the QB1 of this team. And he's going to suffer his first loss against the Los Angeles Rams. And I still don't think the Rams are good, but they'll win this game. Next up, we got our Sunday night football game. Probably the best Sunday night football game so far, in my opinion, because it's the most competitive, not because it has the best teams. But you know what? They've been pretty good this season. We got the Cincinnati Bengals against the Baltimore Ravens. Winner will take number one in the division. Who's going to win this game? I don't know. Um, the Ravens obviously have looked great through the first three quarters of every game they've played this season. And in the fourth quarter, they just have not been well. I think I saw a stat. They've been outscored like 
43 to 9 in the fourth quarter um that's that's a horrendous stat to score nine points in the fourth quarter of four nfl games is really not good so they get off the hot starts the bengals are known to be a second half team they get off to really freezing frigid starts but the last two weeks this jets and this dolphins win they've been getting off to pretty hot starts and then kind of falling apart in the second half when they try to run the football the ravens fall apart in the second half the bengals propel in the second half but they've shown signs of being good in the first half so who has the more complete game that has been proven throughout the season the cincinnati bengals I think Joe Burrow has the potential to stay cool, just like Tua did in the Dolphins game, just like Josh Allen did in the Bills and Ravens game. The Ravens keep facing these quarterbacks that are able to face adversity, being down in the third and fourth quarter and making huge comebacks. So for that reason, I got the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, this game could go either way. This is without a doubt my favorite game of the week, not just because it's Cincinnati, but because it's truly a competitive, entertaining game where I genuinely think it could go 50-50. I have no idea who's going to win this game. This could be a blowout. This could be down to the last play. Uh, I genuinely don't know. We are so confused about both of these teams because of the Bengals start and because of the Ravens finish. We just don't know if these teams are good or if they're bad and which wins and which losses have actually represented how they play this season. But you know what? I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Moving into our Monday night football game, another divisional matchup between the now uh, one and three Las Vegas Raiders and obviously the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs have played a great season. The Raiders have had a very rough start to the season, but they finally got their first win against the Denver Broncos. Um, but they did, I, I feel like they played well against Denver. Uh, their defense is not good, and Patrick Mahomes is going to torch it. Uh, but I also don't believe the Chiefs' defense is that good. I think they're just good enough to put some stops on Derek Carr, but I think Derek Carr to Devontae Adams is going to be really hard for this Chiefs' defense to handle because I believe the secondary is way that, where they are weakest. Uh, I don't know... Obviously, the clear choice is the Chiefs here, but my my heart, I picked the Raiders to win this division. You know, I want to stick with it, and I, I think it will be a good game. You know what? Screw it. Screw it. I know it's not my upset of the week, but it might as well be one of my biggest upsets. I got the Raiders beating the Chiefs. Uh, I, I really don't think that'll be right. I don't believe it in my heart, my guts, my brain. But, but something in my body is telling me to pick the Raiders. And for that reason, that is going to complete my predictions. So let's get into my predictions as a whole. Uh, Playoff-wise, you know, regular season-wise, how have I been doing so far? Let's deep dive analyze. Bars. So starting in week one, obviously I won't go game by game, but in week one... I was 8-7-1, the one coming from the Colts and Texans game that ended in a tie. So, one game over 500. Alright, pretty pretty good start. Then in week two, I went 9-7, so two games over 500. We're heating up a little bit. Maybe we're going to get good. Then in week three, I had my worst week so far at exactly 500. 8-8, eight eight, 
So we still haven't gone under 500. And then in week four, we got hot. We went 12 and four in week four. And obviously we're starting off one and zero oh in week five. So guys, I haven't gone under 500. So if you wanna go over 500 on your bets, obviously don't bet off of my predictions. I'm just saying, theoretically, you're gonna go over 500 every time. So you're gonna get more than half of your bets right. So that brings us overall to our overall predictions through the four, first four weeks and the first game of week five, the 38, 26, and one. Listen, I'm just saying that's not a bad start. If we continue with the trek we had in week four, we could be one of the best predictors out there. That's how we're going to get noticed. That's how we're going to get to the tippity top, the peak. It's because of my predictions, but let's get into my playoff predictions recap and maybe i want to change a few things in there so starting in the nfc let's start with the nfc east i predicted the eagles to win this uh division and i predicted the cowboys to also make the playoffs out of this division and you know what to start the season i'm not mad at that prediction obviously the giants look a little competitive uh record wise maybe not roster wise in this division but as I predicted, I think the Eagles are the best team in this division. Now, I did predict the Eagles to be the four seed, the worst division winner uh, in the NFC. Maybe I was wrong about that. But, I mean, there is still a pretty high possibility that that could be true. Moving in the NFC West, every team is literally 2-2. Two and two. There is nothing we can tell about these teams besides the expected talent of the rosters. I did predict the 49ers to win this division, and technically, based off tiebreakers, they are number one. I still do believe that even watching this season, they are the best team in this division. Uh, they obviously beat the Rams, uh, and I don't believe they've gotten the chance to play the Cardinals or the Seahawks, and if they did, I think they won. Um, so, you know, the 49ers still are my pick to win this division. I had them as the three seed. I like them still as the three seed. Uh, I also did pick the Rams and the Cardinals to make the playoffs. I'm not mad at those predictions either. They look very average to start the season, but good enough to make the playoffs. In the NFC North, I said that it was going to be a little bit more competitive between the Vikings and the Packers this season, but I still had the Packers winning this division, and I still don't hate that pick. They're both 3-1, and one, uh, with the Bears at 2-2 two and, two and the Lions at 1-3. and three. All four teams look like they could potentially take this division some would have to be a little bit more lucky than others but the vikings do look better than i expect them to be i did pick them to week that week one game against the packers but i predicted the packers to win this division the vikings to still miss out i still don't hate that prediction i i think i'm happy with that in the nfc south a lot of people talk to me about uh how confident i was in this division and rightfully so. I think I I felt how I did at the beginning of the season versus how I did now is the exact same. I think the Bucks are the best team in this division, not because I think they're amazing, uh, but because I think the rest of the division is trashed. Uh, the Panthers have not played well. The Saints have not played well. The Falcons have played better than we expected, but still not good. Uh, the Bucks are going to win this division. I did have them as my number one seed. Uh, kind of regretting that now i don't think they're number one seed uh potential for my seven seeds of the nfc 
it is not a bad prediction so far. I had the Bucks, Packers, 49ers, Eagles, Rams, Cowboys, Cardinals. All seven of those teams are still in great contention to make the playoffs um, and have not looked bad so far this season. Outside of the Rams having some letdown games, uh, all seven of these teams look like they're in place to uh, be in playoff contention. Is there any seeding differences I'd like to make? Yes. Uh, so just for the sake of this quarterly thing, obviously we'll stick with my before the season predictions when we get to the end of the season. But if I were to change a quarter of the way through the season, I like the Eagles at the number one seed. I think they're better than all the teams in their division and they still have a lot of games against their divisional rivals. So I think they'll win most of those games and end up with the number one seed. And I personally like the 49ers with the number two seed. Uh, and then the NFC North winner, uh, which I have as the Packers as the three seed, and then the Bucks as the four seed. I think that's where I'm going to stick it, because I think the Bucks are going to have some trouble with teams in their division. They're not going to go like one and one against every, all of them, but I think they could suffer a couple of losses against their divisional rivals. With the uh, with the five, six, and seven, I, I like where I have it. The Rams at five, Cowboys at six, Cardinals at seven. Um, I now see a world where the Vikings could sneak in, but why not stick with my original predictions? We're sticking with all original seven teams that I had there. Moving into the AFC. In the AFC East, I had the Bills winning the division. I, I still like that pick. That's a great pick. They're 3-1. and one. Obviously, the Dolphins got off to a hot start, which nobody expected them to do. Uh, but obviously, Tua is hurt now. So... I like the Bills winning this division. I have them as the number one seed. I think that's a very likely prediction given that there's no undefeated teams in the uh, in the AFC anymore. In the AFC West, I did have the Raiders uh, winning this division. And you know what? I still think there are a world, there's a world where they do, where they do win this division. But if we're going off, I can change my predictions. I don't like them winning this division anymore. I think the Chiefs are undoubtedly the best team in this division. And for that reason, I'm going to switch. I still had the Chiefs making the playoffs on my original predictions. But I got them being a division winner and sliding in at the number two. We'll get into my overall uh, quarter changes. And then that will bump the Chargers up to two. I don't think the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. In the AFC North, uh, this has kind of gone how I expect to. Obviously, didn't expect the Bengals to start off 0-2, but I think uh, overall through the first four weeks of the season, they have been the most consistent team. And for that reason, I still like the Bengals to win this division, all bias aside, but also all bias in. Uh, they're they're going to win this division, but I think the Ravens are going to be very competitive, and that's why I have them in my playoff picture. With the AFC South, I still like my pick with the Titans. I don't think any of the other teams in this division are going to make the playoffs, but I think the Jags are going to give them a run for their money. I still think the Titans are the best team in the AFC South, but the Jaguars are going to make it competitive. So looking at my overall, my original predictions had the division winners going like this. The Bills at the one seed, Bengals two, Raiders three, Titans four. So as I talked about earlier, I am going to slide the Chiefs in to that three seed and you know what i'll jump them up i think the Bengals end as the three seed so to go bills one chiefs two Bengals three titans four so not crazy changes just one division winner and they move up one seed 
with my five, six, and seven. I need the slate of team in there now. I took the Raiders out. Who's gonna get in? I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Uh, I don't. I, I obviously two is hurt, but I, I still think they're good. They have a good base. I said if they were able to perform and show me that they can perform that I would have them in my playoff picture. For that reason, I do. I think the Dolphins slide in there. Obviously, I think two is going to be out for a while, so I think they slide in as the seventh seed, as the last team in. So, with that being said, I have it being the Ravens at five instead of the Chiefs who moved up to two, the Chargers at six, and the Dolphins at seven. I'm not mad at that prediction. I only changed out one team. Uh... So, so far, I'm pretty happy with my predictions. We'll obviously come here for the halfway point of the season, which will be about week eight, week nine. Uh, one of those weeks we'll end up doing it. And we'll talk about because I think then we'll really have a picture for how my predictions are looking. But ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have for this episode. So I hope you guys have an amazing weekend and enjoy the games. And I will see you guys on the flippity flip get out of here